there, healthy-ish listeners. This is your podcast from Body and Soul, and I am your host, Felicity Harley. Today, I am speaking with one of Australia's top health and fitness experts and the man behind the hugely successful online training program, 28 by Sam Wood. Yes, the effervescent Sam Wood. He's a regular on this podcast, so I thought we'd better get him back on. Now, aside from his online program, his personal training studio in Melbourne, he's also the new financial wellbeing trainer of ANZ six-week financial wellbeing challenge. Now, we keep our healthy-ish episodes quite short, but if you want to hear today's full interview where Sam talks more about that one life goal he's been most proud of and also how he juggles his businesses with fatherhood, search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your awesome pods like this one. Sam, thanks for coming on Healthy-ish. Now we're talking about goal setting. Tell me, how important is it to set goals, I suppose, not just in fitness, but in different areas of your life? I think it's really important. I mean, I don't think you want to become obsessive with it necessarily because, you know, life uh, throws all kinds of curveballs at us, especially I think we'd all uh, be testament to that over the last 12 months in particular. But Look, I'm a really big believer in it, whether it's, um, you know, I've just been the uh, wellbeing coach for ANZ as part of their ANZ Financial Wellbeing Challenge. And it was amazing how many parallels there were with setting goals when it came to your finances as it was uh, with, with your fitness. And, you know, so whether it's getting on top of your finances, saving money to buy a house or trying to lose 10 kilos, uh, you know, save for a holiday, whatever it might be, I really think it can help. I think I think the biggest mistake people make is they probably set too big a goal that's too far away and they don't have the little micro goals that are going to help you develop habits and therefore you've got this this huge mountain to climb and it's you know it's great that you're you're so bold but um, you know, my 28 program is all about breaking things down into 28 day blocks. So if you've got a 30 kilo weight loss goal, well, let's see what you can do in the first 28 days. And when you do that and you lose your four kilos or your five kilos or your six kilos, it reinforces, first of all, that you can do this. It makes the bigger goal smaller and feel more achievable once you reach the end of that sort of first little block. And you work out what habits are working and perhaps what habits aren't working. And therefore, you can build on those and build on those. And it's much, much easier to lose 30 kilos, you know, four kilos or five kilos at a time than it is to try and, you know, what I I just see a lot of people when they have that really big, bold goal, they lose motivation, they lose their way a little bit. Um, you know, I feel like working in a four week block or a six week block or an eight week block is short enough to keep your eye on the prize, but long enough that you can actually see a result. You know, I think if you're working in one week blocks as a goal, you know, that, that can be a bit, a bit challenging because you might not see the, the key result, but doing a four, six or eight week block is where I've definitely seen people get the best results. Yeah. And so what? let's go back to basics and talk about say fitness goals because that's what you're an expert that your expertise in what how do we go about this do we just 
do we write them down? I mean, we know that if we tell someone we're more, more accountable. I mean, sometimes with fitness goals too, we're like, oh, I need to run this marathon or I need to run this 5K run and then I need to use lose 10 kilos and then I want to shape up. So is it more about focusing on one specific goal, writing it down, sharing it? Is that achievable rather than... It's a really, really good question because I think I think this is where people come unstuck. They don't know, you know, so many of us are all or nothing people. So we go from doing very little to trying to probably take on too much and it's a little bit overwhelming, takes too much time, we're too physically sore or exhausted and before we know it, we're back to sitting on the couch doing nothing again and it hasn't necessarily been a successful attempt. So, I mean, the first thing I would say is, focus on one, two, maybe three things, uh, but no more than that. The second thing is it shouldn't all be results focused. You know, it's good to have a results goal, but you want to have a process goal. And so that might be, I am going to work out five times a week, you know, and, or it might be, I am going to get 10,000 steps a day, five times a week or whatever it might be, or I'm going to only allow myself two treat or cheap meals a week and the rest is going to be healthy eating. I'm going to get my three litres of water in every day. You know, there's a myriad of different ways that you can do it, but just focus on the process and then the results will come. If you're too obsessive about the result and you're jumping on the scales every single day or you're checking your bank balance every single day, you're not going to get very far. It's You want to make sure that you're focusing on the process and then once a month, or once a fortnight, perhaps you jump on the scales and that's a really good way to validate that what you're doing is working and to motivate you to keep doing what you're doing. I mean, the other thing that you mentioned that I think is a really important one is accountability, having an accountability buddy, writing down your goal, sharing it with other people. Um, You know, there's a, a psychological philosophy. It's called the Hawthorne effect. And it says that if you... I hope that's not about the right. f- after the football club, is it? <laughs> no, no, Hawthorne with an E. I'm a Hawks fan, so uh, it's, not, it's not about that. But it's Hawthorne with an E. It, I've, some psychologist called Hawthorne, I'm assuming. But he discovered that if you write something down, you're three times more likely to achieve it. And if you share it with at least three people, you're 10 times more likely to achieve it. So... There really is something in that, you know, share it with people that genuinely want the best for you. I think we can surround ourselves sometimes with people that don't necessarily make it easier for ourselves. You know, they feel a bit guilty that perhaps they're not getting on top of their health and fitness. So they, it's easier for them to chop us down than it is um, to lift you up. So make sure you share it with people that genuinely care about you, genuinely want the best for you. And as much as that can make you feel a bit uncomfortable because you're really putting yourself out there, it's much, much harder to quit or to give in if you've shared it with people that are really close to your little circle. Yeah, absolutely. And if, you, if you've got the guts, put it on social media. I think that's a great way for people yeah. to be accountable. And then and you've got this team of people encouraging you along the way. Um, what about the macro versus micro? Because I, I liked that you talked about that before. Yeah, your macro should be made up of micro goals so find to have the macro find to know where you want to be you know find to set the new year's resolution or know where you want to be by christmas or have you know first of september locked in the calendar and i want to have achieved x y and z but you've got to have the micro too and that's where it's you know i I just love working month on month you know at the end of this month what do i want to have achieved and 
And it's, it's funny, like even though I've come from a fitness background, I now do it in all facets of my life. You know, I've always, I've always sort of marveled how there are so many parallels between success with your body and your health and success in business. And my work with the ANZ really uncovered there's similar parallels with success with your body and success with, you, you know, getting on top of your finances. And, you know, these developing these good habits really does help you in all facets of your life. And I think setting smart goals really helps you with all facets of your life. So, um, yeah, the, the same the same rules and the same structure and the same routine will help you with it in all areas. Yeah, I like that monthly. At the end of every month, just kind of regroup. What do you want to achieve the month after? Yeah. If you love this chat with Sam Wood about goal setting, we have more. That's right. We've just launched a big sister podcast called Extra Healthy-ish, a new podcast from Body and Soul that gives you that little bit extra in your day, extra interviews, extra insights and extra healthy advice for your mind, body and soul. Extra Healthy-ish publishes a new episode for your wonderfully healthy ears every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more, head to bodyandsoul.com.au and remember, you can join the conversation via Body and Soul on Facebook or on Instagram. Thank you for joining us as always. And don't forget, jump on and rate, review and subscribe. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.